0: All right, guys. Welcome back to Hear Me Out. It's been so long. I'm doing a solo podcast today. It's just me. Um, there's been a lot of stuff going on this summer. We've been in, we've been in the process of moving homes. Um, I was in New York for a week. I literally just got back from Florida, like about an hour ago. Um, I mean, there was the Paul George stuff that we didn't drop. The Russell Westbrook, I was in New York that time. Paul George, we were literally moving houses as that happened. Or, no, we were about to go to New York after we packed a little bit of stuff. It's a long story. But we could not drop any of that news. We were kind of disappointed about it. But the NBA offseason has died down. Really nothing else with it. So it is time to talk about football, here we go. I want to talk about Zeke, Andrew Luck, AJ Green, Michael Thomas, and maybe more. I mean, I want to do a Megapod so bad, but I can't go over an hour on these. So, I I mean, I honestly may just do a, you know, a back-to-back. So, with Zeke, he wants his money. Um... I'm gonna try to say what everything I literally just said. My podcast glitched or something, and it stopped. I just finished talking about Zeke. I was like, on a I, oh, so frustrating. But anyway, I'm I'm gonna try to reiterate everything I said. Uh, I'm not going to be biased. Everyone that's listening to this, I am a diehard Cowboys fan. I'm going to be as it I've always been as objective as possible. Uh, I've I've not been confident with my Cowboys team to Win or to go on a Super Bowl run since like 2014 with Tony Romo and that crew the 13 and 3 I was kind of confident, but I didn't think we would you know make it past experienced teams But with that all aside um, I've this is the most confident I've ever felt about my Cowboys team in five years so Sorry if a little bias does come out on how I think this team is, but I'm going to be I'm going to try to be objective. So, let's talk about my Cowboys. Zeke wants an extension. Jerry Jones says you don't need to have a rushing champ in today's game nowadays. Bleacher Report ESPN, they cut the quote short and they didn't put the nowadays. They just said you don't need a Russian champ to win games. And literally right after that, it said nowadays, they cut it out just to make him look like, frankly, a dumbass. And it makes me mad because if you put that nowadays quote, now you, ha- now you start having a conversation. Because a lot of people said, well, Jerry, you've never won a Super Bowl without one. Because all your Super Bowls were with a Russian champ. <laughs> so um, remember Emmitt Smith and stuff like that. So, um, we get it. Um, the quote without the nowadays looks bad, but if you take the quote for what he actually said, nowadays, I think he's right. We've seen um, premium running backs become expendable in today's analytics side of NFL. We saw it with Le'Veon Bell in his holdout. James Conner comes in for a small fraction of the cost on a rookie contract a very low rookie contract you know why pay a running back max dollars when you can have a running back for half a mil and (laughs) and do just as good or you know a little bit worse because James Conner. I don't think we can agree or I think we can all agree he was not as good as Le'Veon Bell but you can get him for much cheaper and he's just a little bit worse which you know is a great deal and especially with the Cowboy O line, there's a lot of running backs that you can make look better than they are in that O line, but we all know Zeke's raw talent. I don't think we can. I don't. I mean, I. Yeah, there are people that say Zeke would be bad without the Cowboys O line, which I think is just idiotic. But I. I don't even want to get into that. So, never mind. Um, with that whole argument, we all know Zeke's raw talent. We know. We can get into hypotheticals like I don't like those arguments where it's like, I on first take today they were talking about who's better Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers and and Stephen A started bringing up Rodgers stats in 2014 and Patrick Mahomes stats today I'm er, and then uh, they, uh, I think Woodley Damian Woodley said. What would, how good would Aaron Rodgers be if he was with the Chiefs offense insinuating that he would be even better than Mahomes is now? I'm not going in the hypothetical. I don't want to hear arguments saying, well, what if Zeke was behind the, you know, the Dolphins O-line? Or, you know, some crap like that. Because that's not the situation. All we know is how good Zeke is behind the Cowboys O-line. And we know he is a two-time rushing champ. Would have been three times if it wasn't for a suspension. So we know the talent he brings. We know he is a rushing champ when you put them, when you put him with that o line. That's the bottom line. He in he is the best. I will say it. I will say it. This is the one thing I will always stand behind in Cowboys football for this team right now. That I will never wither on until you know we see Saquon potentially. Until well, not until Saquon gets better. I think it's till Zeke digresses and gets older. Zeke is the best running back in the league. No debate. The only argument you can make with Saquon is, oh, I'm getting off topic, but I'm gonna say it anyway. The only the only two arguments I've ever heard Giants fans make about Saquon is. Oh, well, he's a raw talent. That's like comparing Barry to Emmitt. All right, you want to say, oh, what if Barry was behind that O-line? We don't know because it never happened. We're dealing with what's on our hands now. And right now, Zeke has better stats. Zeke's the better rusher. Zeke has the most yards. Zeke is the best running back in the NFL. Numbers don't lie. I'm not going into hypothetical. You will never hear me make a hypothetical hypothetical argument for any of my players. I'm, I'm never going to bring up, what if Dak had Bill Belichick as his coach? I will never say that, ever. And if I do, you can call me out on it. I don't make those arguments because they're dumb. They have, they have no intellectual sturdy foundation to it, if that makes sense. So, with that said, I, I got into a whole tangent, whatever. Um, with that said, Zeke, in my opinion, is the best running back right now. So, that's a case to, you know what, give that man his money. And then, of course, we talked about being expendable in the money and all that type of stuff um i lost track i really didn't want to do that saquon thing i didn't make that argument when i first did this podcast and then it deleted but i i'm watching nfl live right now and they had a little clip of saquon and it it just kind of bothered me because that's but anyway i mean no knock against saquon by the way i think he's the second best i think he's so good he yeah he's a generational talent for sure but anyway we're getting off of that so we talked about the pro. I think he's the best running back when, um, or he's, yeah, he's the best running back right now. And then the con, running backs are being more expendable. So, you do you really want to give max dollars, especially when you have Dak and Amari that you have to pay with Byron Jones? We're talking about Jalen Smith. We're talking about those guys right there. So, I'm sure everyone here has heard a lot of media stuff about that. So, I went into, I think, more depth than I should have with that but um on when I first did this pod but um I'm not going to talk about it as much because I didn't have a lot of time for the other stuff. So those are the pros and cons about why Zeke should or shouldn't get his money. I think he should because uh plan out simple I think if the Cowboys have Zeke for this season and beyond uh especially this season if they keep their guys healthy they are super bowl contenders not saying they will i'm just saying they are super bowl contenders in my opinion so do you want to risk um not paying Zeke and then you have Alfred Morris running or like Pollard the rookie or something and you go to 9 and 7 or 8 and 8 or ten and six, so because I think without Zeke, or with Zeke this is like an eleven and five, twelve and four team. But I will digress from that. I'm way more biased right now than I was the last pod. I I don't think I don't think I've been that. I mean I guess if you think Saquon's better than Zeke, then you're really mad right now. Um and if you do think the Cowboys with Zeke are like a 10-6, 9-7 team, I'm, I'm not going to say you're dumb. I mean, I, I respect that opinion. But I just think they're like an 11-5, 12-4. Uh, we can have that. I mean, I could, I can make that argument. But if someone says, I think they're 10-6, they're going to lose swing games to like Vikings, Lions, Packers, whatever, then I'm going to be like, okay, I mean, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But anyway, I, th- I think we can all make a safe argument that the Cowboys are – playoff at least playoff contenders with Zeke so um with that said um that's why I think the Cowboys should give Zeke his money stay on the safe side make sure your team's a contender I know he's a running back I know there's risks to it with his off the field stuff with Jerry Jones covering his butt time after time after time after time uh, we all we all saw the Las Vegas incident with the car, and apparently the Cowboys are being in trouble for sweeping it under the rug with the police. So um, that's the risks. But at, I would look, but besi- I would look the other way, and I would say, hey, this is a Russian champ Zeke. It's not like he's ever torn anything like Todd Gurley. Um, he's been very durable so far. He has a great O line, so he's not going to get destroyed every time he gets the ball, and frankly, Dak Prescott relies on his play action game with Ezekiel Elliott. Dak Prescott needs a good running back to be a good passer, and I'm not saying that's a knock on Dak Prescott, I'm just saying he needs it. Obviously, he's not a great like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady where they can they can deal with not having... Um, Great running backs because they're just that great. But that's where Dak is in his career. And that just may simply and frankly be his game. Which is fine. But if you want to give Dak's max potential, you need to re-sign Zeke in my opinion. So I think they will do it. Um, There's been Cowboy Inside reports that have been saying that a deal will get done sooner than later. Like before the season, the first. See... I literally just said that. So this came from a report. This is literally, I don't know what the source was. Oh, my God. So this is a, what was her name? I can't remember her name, and I feel so bad because I I, I love her so much. But uh, she's the blonde-headed girl. Uh, She went on Undisputed with Skip and Shannon today and talked about it because she's a Cowboys insider. And she said that expect a contract sooner than later because, one, The Cowboys have made offers, Zeke has made counter offers, and um, there's been uh, troubles with guaranteed money. She talked about how Zeke can't really afford to miss games because of money, because he missed out and lost money with missing practices, he missed and lost out money with his suspension, and if you were to miss game dollars, it wouldn't be good. She was saying how he can't afford it, and... She said that him and Jason, that uh, literally like a couple mornings or like last morning or something, I can't remember, but Zeke or Jason Garrett told her that, or maybe not her, but told you know some insiders or her, her sources basically. She said Jason Garrett told her sources that um, Zeke shot him a very positive text that morning and that he felt very optimistic that something would get done. And <laughs> so I was... Being really optimistic just now, and I'm. Um, this may have to be a whole Zeke pod. I'm. I'm sorry if y'all don't like the Cowboys or Zeke. I'm only 13 minutes. Okay. I literally get a notification from Bleacher Report saying new Zeke deal not even close. Cowboys and Zeke are far apart on quote everything contract talks via NFL Network. I'm clicking on it right now. It literally just pop. Literally just popped up on my phone. It doesn't have any sources but okay Rob Goldberg doesn't appear that Zeke will end his holdout anytime soon Jane Slater is that her name I gotta look I don't know if it's Jane Slater but uh let me click So sources – oh, God, it's taking a while to load. All right. This is making me so nervous. A source told Jane Slater on NFL Network that Zeke and the Cowboys were not close on the new deal. Nothing. They are far apart on, quote, everything, including contract length and guarantees. Okay, so I heard about the guarantees. I did not hear about the contract length. Which makes sense. I'm sure Jerry wants to give like a little three year, Zeke wants a five. I mean, that's typical, but I would not say that's quote everything, but okay. Elliot, okay. Or we're not close on a New Deal noting, not nothing. They're close on a New Deal noting they're far apart on everything. Oh, everything including the length and guarantees. See, I was told it was with uh, that reporter, whatever her name was, on Undisputed, that it was with guarantees. Just guarantees and stuff like that. And that they were feeling optimistic. I don't know what way to feel now. Okay, so we're back at square one, guys. We are back at square one. We, We have people... But this is kind of similar to what happened with DeMarcus Lawrence. I mean, this is a Cowboy insider that reported that it's positive. So I will take her word before anyone, you know, a Cowboys insider that has sources that are literally right there talking to Jason Garrett. But um, it it does resemble stuff with DeMarcus Lawrence. This is literally what happened with D-Law. There are a lot of people saying this contract is blowing up. There's not a lot of... Leverage on either side to get a deal done and then bow, they make a deal. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with Zeke, but that's what it's sounding like right now to me. Oh, but it's... I I just want to know what her sources are. Did she even list... Did she even say like per... It just says per NFL network and Bleacher Report. You can't ever just read those headlines and think they're true. A source... Singular a source. Okay. Um, We'll see what happens with that. Okay, so assuming that is true, we're back at square one. Um, I think it's just... God, I don't know what to think right now. I guess it's just a waiting game and we're just going to have to wait and see. But... There has, in contrary to Melvin Gordon, there has been no indication by Zeke's camp that he's going to miss any games. You can hold out with contracts all you want, and if, but if you're not missing any games and you're going to play with us for the duration of your two more years under contract, then I don't care. Play your two years, then we can talk when you're like unrestricted. But I mean, just the business side of things, man. We've been talking about the pros and cons. People are saying they're not even close. And I mean, there's sources in NFL.com saying they're not even close, which are still highly respected sources. And then we have Cowboy Insider saying that a deal is going to get done sooner than later, for sure, before the first NFL game. So a lot of different sources here, which I think is what you can expect with something as big as Zeke. But, yeah, I think we should pay him. We'll see what happens. That was literally breaking news right there from Bleacher Report. Okay. So we'll move on from Zeke because I could literally talk for hours, but I can only go to an hour. That's my max time. So with that, let's talk about Andrew Luck. He's right here on – they're talking about him right here on NFL Live, which I'm watching right now, and I was already planning planning to talk about him. This reminds me a lot of Kevin Durant. There is a situation that is going down in Indianapolis. Um, Andrew Luck has a calf strain is what he called it. Um, He is not practicing the rest of the week, and he is rolled out for the preseason opener against the Bills. And there has been reports that he may not play the entire preseason. So, this is an injury that has been lingering since April by what, pe- by what people are saying. I can't remember how bad the injury, or, you know, I can't remember reports about it in April. I'm sure I talked about it some, you know, of course it was before the podcast, but just people. But I just can't recollect that happening in April. But, you know, Stephen A, all of them, they were all talking about it, how, uh, this has been lingering since April, and insiders have also, and people on NFL Live panels, so I'll take them by their word. So this has been an injury that's been lingering for a while, and he said that, I, I know this for sure, uh, Andrew Likin, in an interview, said that it's a calf strain. He said that the medical team went through immense you know, uh, look-throughs and MRIs and all that, and said that it had no... Effect on the Achilles. He said, but he said though that he could feel it in his ankle, which is god, that's bad because the Achilles is right there where the ankle is, and the calf and the Achilles are connected. I mean, that's just bad stuff. Um, dang, um, I hate to see it because I love, love, love Andrew Luck. I have always. Um, I've always said that like, this guy's going to be the next special, like, transcendent talent in the league. He's had that bad shoulder injury. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'd i hate to see him go down with injuries. But, again, this reminds me of Bob Myers' KD. KD had that calf injury. They said it had nothing to do with the Achilles. I was literally – I mean, coming, being someone that's gone through a bad, bad, bad Achilles strain – um this stuff is or I mean at least for me, I know that it my calf wasn't affected by it. I know people have calf strains all the time in the Achilles it truly isn't affected. But the fact that he said he could feel it in his ankle, Bob Myers and Katie, Katie had that injury, but when it happened, he was grabbing his Achilles guys. He's like 6'11". His Achilles is really long. He was holding like in the middle of it when it first happened against Eclipse. And I was like, dang, this is Achilles. This is not calf. And I was the first person in line saying, Katie, do not play in the finals. Just sit out. Get your bag in free agency. I promise you I was the first person in line saying that. We all know what happened. And I'm glad that Andrew Luck and the Colts are being super cautious about this. He's taking the week off in practice or the rest of the week off. He's not playing in the preseason opener. And there's reports he may not play in the whole preseason itself. So um that's a good sign. Um because I mean being a Cowboys fan, we've seen I've seen Tony Romo like in 2016 in the preseason have his basically career end because that's when Dak Prescott took over I I mean that's just crazy guys like think about like one day you're starting you're an NFL quarterback you're great you get injured and then you're replaced just like that I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with Andrew Luck but we have Jacoby Brissett let's say like Luck gets hurt and I mean pray to God that he doesn't I, I don't want him at all but if it happens and then Jacoby Bursett's your quarterback and maybe his value goes up like a Garoppolo and finally a team's willing to give him a starting spot or like, you know, something like that. I know that's hypothetical, but I'm not making an argument about it. Um, I'm just saying that's just crazy how some things turn out, you know, seeing it happen firsthand. But I pretty god that's not what happens with Andrew Luck. Right now it's just a calf strain. He said it's minor. I'm going to take him at its word right now. And if it's just a minor calf strain, then he sits out the preseason. He sits out some practices. He's ready to go in the regular season. Um, not a humongous deal, but just some, just something to talk about because I know Katie's injury is going to be on the minds of everyone for a long time. You know, when we talk about players with these injuries, we're always going to remember what happened with Katie and how that situation went down. So. It, it, it's definitely still something super fresh on our minds. So it's something I thought we'd bring up just because, I mean, this is a young star in the league, a dark horse MVP, in my, or MVP winner in my opinion, and a team that I think could represent the AFC in the Super Bowl or win the whole Super Bowl. So it's definitely a sticky situation there with how to deal with it. But the Colts are being super cautious, which, frankly, they should do. Honestly, they should do. And hell, if Andrew Luck needs to take week one off, throw Jacoby Brissett in there. Like, (laughs) they already know what it's like to have him out for a whole season. Do whatever you can to make sure that doesn't happen again. But that's my two cents on that. Let's talk about someone who is going to miss time. AJ Green expected to miss several weeks with that uh, foot surgery. Um, That's a huge hit for the Bengals. I know Tyler Boyd is a good wide receiver, and he led the team in receiving yards last year. I know they think Joe Mixon's going to have a jump, which I think he will. Which Yeah, which I think he will. Um, so they, they have that, and their defense has always been all right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how good it's going to be this year. But, um, you know, it's a... It's not a playoff team with AJ Green in my opinion, so it's not like they're gonna miss out on like four weeks, you know, of possibly making having a better record going to go into the playoffs. Obviously, but uh, it it sucks for AJ Green. It really does, but I think we are going to see Tyler Boyd, or Tyler Boyd blossom into a true wide receiver number one I loved uh Tyler last year um and I mean I think like the, I'm, I'm gonna talk a little bit of fantasy too just because but yeah I think Tyler Boyd like if you want to go heavy on running backs in your draft because I think like the depth for running backs and wide receivers are not wide receivers but running backs have kind of plummeted because Melvin Gordon I don't think is really an option to be your, your true running back one right now because of holdouts, we don't know how that's going to end up. And then we have some questions, which I think like Dalvin Cook is a question mark. Darius the guys, not I won't talk about fantasy too much, but yeah. Um, what was I even talking about? Something with the uh, now I was talking about the depth of running backs and wide receivers and stuff on fantasy. Oh yeah, Tyler Boyd. So yeah, if you want to go heavy on uh, running backs and stuff, which is a good idea, in my opinion, then maybe you can pick up, like, an Edelman or Tyler Boyd, and honestly, I think you could start Tyler Boyd and have him be, like, a 13-point-per-game scorer, honestly. I, th- I think he is, yeah. I think he's, like, that steady 13. But uh anyway, I think Tyler Boyd's going to have a huge jump in real life, as well as fantasy. So, um, I have a lot of confidence in him. And then with Aja Green out, we may see a... Or, not may. I think we'll see a dip in Andy Dalton's production. Which means, I mean, if if the Bengals finish like 3-13 and 13 and they have like a top 3 pick or something. Or a top 5, you know, whatever they have. Are we going to see the end of Andy Dalton? Or are we going to see someone like Justin Herbert to attack a Vailoa? You know, someone like that um, replace him. Uh, that's a real possibility there. So... That's, I mean, really bad news happening in uh, Cincinnati. A.J. Green with that foot surgery and being a Cowboys fan again. Dez, we gave him a huge bag in 2014. The five-year 70 mil made him the highest-paid wide receiver at that time. Little did us Cowboys fans know that would be the best we'd ever see him, and he'd only get worse from there, which is just crazy to think about. No one thought when he got that contract he would be god-awful after that. So which oh which is just crazy. So we all I I know how the foot injuries go with some wide receivers, which is just sad. Uh, I hope the best for A.J. Green. Hope he recovers. I hope the Bengals can fill his void nicely and hopefully teleboard can uh Spurt into a true number one receiver and Andy Dalton can thrive because I love Andy Dalton, he's a TCU guy. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's really it with AJ Green. Uh, do I want to get into Michael Thomas? Sure, why not? I mean, we're only 29 minutes. Um, Michael Thomas, highest paid wide receiver, guys, five year, 100 mil, got his 20 mil a mark. Um, so that's what it is with that. My opinion on it, Uh, obviously, I don't think he's the best wide receiver in the league, but that's not how contracts work. Uh, The market doesn't dictate you all the time based on who's better. It's just the team and the situation and when you're paid. So do I think Michael Thomas deserved that money? Of course, he deserved it. Um, That's the situation he was put in. Get your money, man. I'm in five-year hundred mil. The one thing I don't like about it is... (laughs) Michael Thomas has been to one Pro Bowl. Amari Cooper has been to two. I'm not saying Cooper by any means is better than Michael Thomas, but Amari Cooper is going to look at it and say, "Hey, Michael Thomas, you got five years, 100 mil. I have more Pro Bowl appearances than you do." Jerry, give me my money, and we don't know what Amari Cooper is going to do next year. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a Pro Bowl wide receiver. You may disagree, which I'm fine with, but um, you know, if we have Amari Cooper with another Pro Bowl when he resurrects back to his early Raider days, then dang. I mean, we're talking about a top 10 wide receiver, maybe a top five. Who knows? Um, regardless, though, he will be an con- a undisputed number one option in Dallas. So uh, he's going to ask for his bag, which I don't like because obviously we have a lot of people to pay. So we've seen... Now Michael Thomas set the bar. Mari's going, Amari Cooper is going to want to exceed that. So the, that's my thought on that. Let's get into Melvin Gordon, um, and then I'll probably wrap this thing up. Um, one thing I do want to uh, talk about though before uh, Melvin Gordon is, I kind of want to do like NFL team like record predictions. With and then, like, based on the pod, I'll go division by division. So, I think I'll have Alex here for that. So, uh, we'll just you know, for example, like AFC East with the Pats, Jets, Bills, and Dolphins, you know, we'll but we'll go through all those four teams. Me and Alex before the pod will do like a there's a site that you can predict the NFL season, you know, before playoff machine and all that, and we'll just go through those teams. Or, no, we'll probably just look up the team's schedule because there's no point in doing every other team. Well, yeah, we'll just look up that team's schedule and kind of both of us have... We'll both give our tell each other our records and then we'll kind of, like, average it out and then say, like, oh, Alex thinks the Jets will be 8-8. Eight eight. I think they'll be 8-8. Eight and, eight. and then, of course, the average would be 8-8. Eight eight. But, you know, we'll do something like that and go by division and talk about all those four teams at that pod. So that... Just a little disclaimer. I think that's what we're gonna try to do because I've seen some podcasts do it, and they're they're actually pretty fun, and it does spurt a lot of debate because there there are some sleeper teams. Like I saw some people saying Miami's like an eight and eight team, and Jets are like five and eleven, which I disagree with, but um. I'd probably have it reversed, but uh, I've I've had some people really high on the Jets and have them ten and six. Um, There's a kid I was talking to at camp, and he was saying how a. He thinks the Jets are a sleeper and he thinks they'll make the playoffs, which at first I was like, dude, come on now. But I started thinking about it. I mean, that team's being built the right way, man. They really are. The Jets are being built the right way. But um, anyway, um, this isn't talking about the Jets. We'll get into that when we get into the AFC East, I guess. (laughs) But um, yeah, we'll probably do something like that. It's actually pretty fun uh it has length it causes for some lengthy pods and it just gives a lot of structure going into the season and then you know we'll we'll throw in some other stuff you know about like sleeper players on that team or like you know if we're talking about like why we think they won't be good like a lot of people have the vikings going like being a playoff team and you know, I'm not huge on the Vikings, but and I know, <laughs> I know Alex isn't. He hates the Vikings, so um, you know we'll talk about that. You know stuff like that about like why we think teams would be good or bad. You know I'll talk about why I think the Cowboys are like an 11 and 5 team. He'll talk about Alex will talk about why he thinks the Packers will be what they be. I don't know what he's thinking about them right now. He's talked to me to me about really highs and really lows. But uh, other than that, yeah, that's what the outline for. The future will be with the podcast until we get into the season. And then, of course, groundbreaking news with contracts and injuries. Those will be emergency pods, obviously. But that's just what we're going to try to do until the... uh... And, of course, we might do some preseason stuff, like I'll talk about stuff I see. But anyway, that's just some stuff we'll talk about before we uh, start the actual NFL season. Which will be constant 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 grind i I actually cannot wait for it but uh oh see i'm getting the i'm i'm kind of going off on a tangent before i talk about moving gordon i just like talking about just stuff like that during breaks instead of like i could just insert commercials and stuff like advertisements instead of talking about this type of stuff but i wouldn't really make money off of off of that i don't have that many viewers or we don't, but uh, I guess this is kind of like your accumulation of advertisements, just me ranting. But yeah, I just looked at NFL Live and had breaking news, but it was some MLB trades. So I was like, oh God, I don't care about that. It's, oh, that's the worst when breaking news is MLB. Um, but yeah, let's, let, that's just what's going to be on for the podcast until the NFL regular season. And then the regular season... It may not be daily during the week, and I know me with sports, my schedule is going to be busy, and I, it's not like I'm going to come out on Sunday nights. I'm, I'm not. I'm just going to tell you flat out. I'm not going to be podcasting every Sunday night talking about what's happened during the day with Alex. I'm not. And when we talk about games that happened that week, we're not going to talk about we're not going to do it solo. That's that's not how we're going to do things. We're going we're gonna to do that together. Unless, you know, someone's on a trip, you know. At like Christmas break or something like that. Or like Thanksgiving or something like that. But, uh... We'll probably do it like at Tuesday after Monday night and all that. Or... I don't know. It, I, guys, I don't know. It may be Monday night during the game. Because I don't have practice that day. It may be Wednesday. But... I just kind of wanted to get that all the way so you can expect what's happening. Because podcasts during the season will not be daily. I'll be straight up. Uh, I'm not going to be that podcast that says we're daily and I, you don't do daily. I'm going to be like, uh, well, probably, like if we're free on Sundays, we're going to talk about some games that happened you know, earlier that day, or we'll talk Sunday, we'll probably do like Sunday night while the game, while the Sunday night game's playing, and we'll talk about the rest of the games, you know, something like that, Um, I don't know, because, you know, we have school, we have so much stuff going on, so I'm, I'll let y'all know uh, beforehand, probably on our Instagram page, you know, about what the plan is the next day, or like, you know, if it's a Day we usually don't do podcasts, but we do it that day anyway because we had free time, you know, something like that. Then I'll shoot, you know, a post and be like, "A podcast coming out tonight," you know, something like that. So that's just kind of a big rundown about what uh about what's gonna be going on. So yeah, uh, I can't I cannot wait for the NFL regular season to start. But yeah, let's. And if you have anything that you want us to talk about, like, seriously, just DM us on that page and be like, because uh, I've tried to talk about the major news. Like, I tried to keep Zeke short. I'm sorry if it went too long. But seriously, if you're, like, a Bills fan and you're like, hey, talk about, like, what do you think the Bills ceiling and roof is? Or, not? <laughs> God, to sound like Michael Jordan. Not the ceiling and roof. The uh, floor and roof. Floor and ceiling. So, hey, what do you think is the floor for the Bills? What do you think is the ceiling for the Bills? You know, something like that. Because I don't want to just talk about Cowboys and Packers with Alex all the time. And I know Alex doesn't want to talk about the Packers and Cowboys only. Like, we're going to try to be super diverse. So if there's a team you want to talk about or a situation or, like, if you want to literally talk about something NBA, like NBA training camp, like stuff we're looking Stuff we're looking at, which would probably defer to me because I watch more basketball year round. Then do it. Like there, there's going to be some days we're going to be like, hey, I mean, you want to do, you know, we have some recommendations on what y'all want to do. Do y'all want to? Hey, do you want to do this real quick? You know, just something like that. So, um, yeah, I gave just a quick rundown about what we're going to be doing with the podcasts in the imminent future. Uh, and then what y'all can do also, because seriously, if y'all say, talk about Josh Rose and Ryan Fitzpatrick, quarterback battle, which I'm sure we will talk about, but you know, if we don't talk about it and you're like, Hey, talk about this. I'm not going to DM you back and be like, no one cares about the dolphins. I won't. I'm going to be like, all right, yeah, cool. I mean, obviously if you talk about like, talk about why Saquon's better than Zeke, then I'm going to be like, dude, get out of here. But you know, if you're... I mean, I honestly, I may be like, hey, I'll play devil's advocate, honestly. But, you know, if you say something stupid, like if you say something like talk about NHL or MLB, sorry, no disrespect to those leagues, but I don't know crap about it. So. So, yeah, uh, just give recommendations whenever you want. And if you're and if you don't, then I guess you like what you're hearing here. So um, that's a rundown with that. So. Forty minutes and all right. Let's talk about Melvin Gordon real quick. Uh, Melvin Gordon, he is holding out. He is now expected to miss games. The Chargers. This is another example of um, teams that are that are replacing uh, running backs, looking for big contracts with much cheaper pieces, i.e., Austin Eckler. Um, he was great last year. Very solid. Or not great. I mean, he wasn't like Le'Veon Bell, you know, Zeke, Saquon, great. But he was a very solid replacement. And they're the Chargers are kind of in the same boat as the Cowboys. They're like, hey, maybe we pay Melvin Gordon because he's that piece that we need to, you know, try to contend to win the AFC. Uh, And then Austin Eckler, you're like, hey, I mean, we got to pay Derwin James at some time, you know, stuff like that. So... Um, And then Bosa and all that. So it's like, hey, uh, we'll play Eckler and Melvin Gordon can get traded or something, you know? So it's looking like his holdout is going... Reports are saying that his holdout is going to go into um the regular season. I haven't heard any reports saying that there's been some positive ground made up. I haven't heard any of that. But um you know, if I do, then obviously I'll talk about it. But yeah, it's it's looking like a sticky situation with the uh Chargers and Melvin Gordon. Uh we may see a trade materialize. There's been a lot of uh podcasts and like YouTube uh channels talking about um possible trade scenarios. Um I'm sure I'll talk to Alex about one of them cuz there was one I saw where it was like Uh, Melvin Gordon for Aaron Jones in a first round, which I don't know about that because a lot of people can argue that Aaron Jones is better than Melvin Gordon and Melvin Gordon's injury prone. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm not going to go into all that. But um, yeah, the Chargers are like, hey, Melvin, you're injury prone. You're asking for a lot of money. We can do that, or we can, but we don't want to. And Austin Eckler is a fine replacement so if you want to hold out, hold out. We're not willing to give that money you're looking for. So it looks like that's where the Chargers are at right now. I think, I don't think I'd pay Melvin Gordon that money either. Um, they're not as run-dependent as the Cowboys are, which makes it a little bit of a smoother situation for the Chargers. You're still going to have uh, Philip Rivers with uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. You're still going to have that defense. That super deep team. And then you're going to have Austin Eckler, which will be a good running back on your team. He will be solid. I'm telling you, Austin Eckler will be solid for your team. Um, you know, there are some teams you could plug him in right now and he would be running back number one. In my opinion, teams like um, like the Bills, um, possibly the Packers. I like Aaron Jones, but uh the eagles i think he would go over jordan howard in terms of bulk of carries in my opinion um i think the redskins he would be a number 1 um I'm trying to think um i don't know uh I think the Ravens, he would be number one over Melvin Ingram. And uh, Gus Edwards would be above them. Maybe he'll get more carries than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, John Harbaugh did talk about how he thinks... Uh. uh God, I just read a report. But, anyway, uh, I do think that... Uh, could Austin Eckler get more carries than Lamar Jackson? Because John Harbaugh did talk about Lamar Jackson... Uh, possibly beating Cam Newton's rushing title. So that's some news with him, but we are on Melvin Gordon, so he is expected to carry this on to the regular season. Do I expect it to have to have the Chargers lose games? Potentially. Potentially. It may cost him a game or two. There may be a game here or there where Eckler just has a rough spot. And Melvin Gordon could have You know done better But I don't, I don't see it really being huge For him as much as it could For Zeke or as much You know as Le'Veon Bell's absence Was so I, I don't think it's a humongous deal I really don't think it is and if I'm the Chargers I'm looking to move him For some other pieces but uh Yeah that's my thoughts on Melvin Gordon And the Chargers um, Chargers were my pick last year to make it out of the AFC and uh, that didn't happen because of that bad man Tom Brady but um in the Patriots which seemed to crush their dreams every season but uh yeah uh they're looking they're they're looking to contend this year also of course so uh that's news with that and Melvin Gordon so uh yeah A 46-minute podcast, I know I want a tangent. Um, I tried to cover some of the big pieces with uh, Zeke, Andrew Luck, Melvin Gordon, AJ Green, Michael Thomas. Um, So, I mean, yeah, that's really all. Um, We're going to go with our divisions. I think me and Alex are going to do the division stuff, and I, I already talked about all that. But yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that again. I already talked about the plan. But one thing I do ask is uh follow here underscore me underscore out underscore podcast. It's just hear me out podcast with underscores in between each word. And uh <clears throat> just if you care, just if you don't, then it's fine. Because we will get to every division, I promise. But if you care, just uh comment on or dm us not comment because i don't know if i'm gonna post anything but just comment or god why'd i say comment again just dm us and say hey i want you to do the afc south first or the nfc east the nfc north the afc west you know just comment the, the division you want us to do and if we get three people saying do the nfc north then we'll do the nfc north first you know so uh So yeah, that's really it with that. Uh, I guess I could have done my planning here at the end, talking about our future plans, but I already got into all that. So uh, this would be my conclusion here. So yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up, guys. Um, At the end of the day, because I always try to leave a podcast with some words of wisdom. Hey, my words of wisdom for this podcast, at the end of the day, do not think of hypotheticals. We could think all day about Aaron Rodgers in Kansas City. We could think about all day of Saquon with that Dallas O-line. We could think of uh, Aaron Rodgers with Indy's O-line, you know? So let's try to not think about hypotheticals here. Stay in the present on what is happening now because at the end of the day, that's the logic that will win you arguments. That's the logic that's more sturdy, with a better foundation that can actually be backed up. So, yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, We'll probably be back tomorrow with um, our first division talking about those four teams. So, yeah, guys, we'll see you.